And can you see the... Welcome to Destinations Unveiled. I'm your host, Amanda, owner of Adventure More, a travel design agency specializing in adventure travel. Join me as we explore the world's most fascinating places, offering insights, inspirations, and travel advice from industry friends around the globe. On today's episode, we're joined by my good friend, Ursula, to talk about Slovenia. Welcome, Ursula. Hello, everybody. My name is Ursula, (laughs) and I'm from Slovenia, as you can see in, in the back. In the background. <laughs> um, to get started, would you tell us a little bit about yourself and what drew you to being part of the travel industry? Uh, I think since the very early age, I really enjoyed traveling and exploring. And I always had an idea how I'm a little Indiana Jones exploring the pyramids in Egypt, <laughs> um, sailing the world and um, hiking the highest mountains of the world with an ice axe and yeah for me there was always a little explorer in the in in my scenery and uh, I'm so happy what you can do working in travel industry because you're traveling the world and you'll have people visiting you let's say in Slovenia absolutely and what makes Slovenia such a special destination? I visited myself and absolutely fell in love with the country. But to you, what makes it special? I think when people come to Slovenia, they're not expecting much. But actually, it's such a compact and easy to manage country with beautiful landscapes from the Alps to the Adriatics. And uh, people don't know how close is everything. You know, I think the location of Slovenia is amazing because it's on the crossroads between the Alps and the uh, Mediterranean Sea. And we are, let's say, what people find interesting, that we're two hours drive from Venice. We're one hour drive from Austria or two hours drive from Salzburg. We're one hour from Croatia, three hours from Hungary. So we are... We have the best location in Europe, I would say. We are super <laughs> spoiled and we have mountains, we have sea, we have lakes. Um, the capital of Ljubljana is really charming, as you know. Yes. Right. Um, because we, we've been hiking, walking it together. There's a lot mm-hmm. of culture dating back to Roman times, Greek, Habsburg. Um, it, um, like There's a lot of history um, and mm-hmm. we have a lot of beautiful special features such as caves we have about seven thousand caves we have amazing wine cuisine which is again a blend of let's say mediterranean cuisine um mountain alpine cuisine and the balkan cuisine like the ex slovenia used to be part of yugoslavia and this is where we have this balkan history um involved and of course we are a bit of a very outdoorsy and sometimes we yes. joke we are um, outdoor junkies we love hiking <laughs> cycling water sport paragliding and uh, yeah beside that it was named one of the safest country in the world really friendly mm-hmm. for families to live here or to travel if you cannot be as lucky as we are to be born here yeah. and um like it's all about Slovenia, who is committed to sustainable tourism practices, promoting eco-friendly initiatives, responsible travel, working with communities. So I think all these factors are like warmth and friendliness of Slovenian people, I hope. And it's really easy, manageable and beautiful country to 
visit. Yes, I absolutely fell in love with the country and I'm trying to convince my partner for us to move. <laughs> um, the people were so welcoming and friendly and it's just stunning and the food is so fresh and delicious. It was it was an amazing trip. Um, is there a better time of the year to visit? What's Or what's your favorite time of the year? All times. We were just like, um, we just launched, now we just launched a promotion for winter in Slovenia uh-huh. because, um, okay, let's say majority of people want to go holiday somewhere between 1st of May until end of October. This is if you're looking for summer holidays destination when you can do hiking, cycling, it's nice. You can swim in the lakes like Blit Lake, you can do rafting. So yeah. if you're more of a warm person, Person, you know, the summer is your like destination to go. But I really, really love autumn. This is, let's say, from October, November, because of the foliage. You have this yellow, orange, red, beautiful leaves. You have harvest. You have we're roasting chestnuts. We have mushroom season. Um, you have olive oil pressing. You know, it's like, and people are so happy um, because yeah. it's the harvest, it's abundance, it's life, and it's this. Yeah. And then winter. I love winter. I know snow, powder, icicles, ice skating. Yeah. And winter is so pure and clear and magical. And it's when everything slow downs. And if you combine mm-hmm. cold and winter activities and snow-capped mountains with fire and mild wine and sauna and wellness, oh, hmm, I'm in trouble. I like all four <laughs> of the years. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'll have to make another trip back. Um, what's one of your favorite adventure activities? I know you've mentioned several already, but is there one that really um, sticks out? I I definitely am a hiker um deep inside mm-hmm. I love hiking so it's like easy hike yeah. hot to hot hikes um two days hike with an overnight I love to spend mountains high up nights um in the mountains I love uh, uh-huh. cycling as well so like um cycling okay. on the roads which are not that um busy so we are lucky that okay. you can have one of those and uh, mountain biking and i love uh, water activities um rafting white water kayaking that you also tried from what i can remember yes. yep. you know when you're yep. in the water you're the water is rushing and there's adrenaline you don't have time to think you're just mindful that you need to go over these rapids the water is splashing you so it's <laughs> like um there's no not much space to think about other things than just to enjoy the moment. I, I love white water and skiing, of course. Yeah. And um, yeah, hiking, cycling, skiing, all That's this. Fun. Sounds fun. Sounds like Colorado. We have all, all these things in Colorado. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have to come I know, I know, I know. I know. A lot of our guests actually that come from the US, um, mm-hmm. they come from Colorado, from Idaho, they really are these um, mountain people, Montana, so that we have a lot of guests coming from Colorado. Yeah. Is there a unique cultural activity that really brings people together that you like to um, add for people? Mm, I was thinking about this, and um, we really love gathering, and we have a lot of really old traditions 
and folk traditions. Mm-hmm. So one of those, I think it's current. Current is a, a special, it's like a carnival we have and we celebrate mm-hmm. in February. Current is a special mask, which is also part of UNESCO heritage. And it's the one that is chasing winter away. It's like a little um, devil dressed in like skin. And they mm-hmm. have bells around their, like really heavy bells around their waist. They have um, like stick with a hedgehog, you know, on top. And they're they're chasing away the winter. <laughs> and we have three or four really special carnivals um, where we... Mm-hmm prepare for spring and one of this is Kurentovanie. We also had uh, Anne Abel, you remember her, she's a Forbes mm-hmm. journalist. Um, she was here with us last year, um, mm-hmm. experiences this um, Kurentovanie. There were like a few thousand currents. Um, a woman who's still not married needs to find the current um, and he, he finds her and you need to tie a um, handkerchief on a stick and then he uh-huh. kidnaps you and dance with you so <laughs> yeah there's some there's some drinks involved as well yeah but sure. it's like a big party and uh-huh. uh, it's a carnivals is a big um is a big tradition dating back to pagan times and uh, yeah oh, wow. pre-christianity it's it's really cool so it's in february it change okay. it changes every year the exact date because of the moon circle cycles uh-huh. Okay. Very fun. And do you have a it's like uh, comment? it's oh. in the same time as a carnival in Venice? So people that are coming over, uh-huh. they can first go to see in Venice for around three, four days to see the mask. Sure. Then it's two hours drive and you come to this more rural and um wild <laughs> carnival season. Yeah. So it's uh, another <laughs> a reason to visit us in February. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have a favorite accommodation that you like to include in itineraries? There's so many the, great options, but yeah, since we have a lot unique? of yeah, since uh, all our trips are unique, so whether it's a honeymoon, uh, maybe um, active couple which are in the in their sixties, okay. seventies, or a family, so we adjust those properties depending. Um, depending on what are their preferences, but I definitely like to stay at Bohin Lake. Um, there is a hotel mm-hmm. Bohin. It's renewed. It's all in wood. They have beautiful wellness area and it's walking distance from, from the lake when you can canoe, mm-hmm. stand up, paddle, hike. So I like the, all the activities around. I like Nebisa chalets, which are above Socha Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you were s- not maybe cycling there or drive through. There are only four of yes. them. I love Kikets yeah. Homestead, um, mm-hmm. all the homestays in Burda because they normally have a lot of art and wine and good food. I yes. like Milka. Um, it's a boutique five-star property. Sofia, a new really luxurious chalet with five mm-hmm. bedrooms. I like Chef Bina's Monstera Estate on the really in the middle of nowhere in the northeastern part of Slovenia and many more. Yeah. So many more. <laughs> we didn't make it to the Northeast. Um, we'll have to do that on our next trip. No, I know. Next time. Yeah, now this chef Bine opened a small estate, six bedrooms, and he's, you need to stay there for two nights and he will prepare you a dinner, a meal, 
um, here cooking with him and there are foragers and farms and mushrooms and people that they make cider and it's like pumpkin oil. So it's if you like food, being active, yes. curious and hang out with the locals in places yes. that are really not touristy. Yeah, that's Gorichko. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Um, how about a favorite restaurant? My God, now you got me. So I, luckily, I just had I lunch. Otherwise, I would be, I would be <laughs> hungry. Um, but I like, I like food, obviously. And uh, so there are some nice places in Ljubljana. I really like new, new chef Anaj Bistro, which is called Yaz, which means me. Okay. Uh, and there is like a bistro style food with local seasonal ingredients. Um, Tabar is similar uh, with, and then we have five to six kilos in Ljubljana where they made homemade pasta, also pizza, great salads and stews. In Slovenia, we like soup, stews. Uh, and then, of course, once you go on the countryside, I love in Vipava Valley, Faladur. It's uh, also a, a small bistro and a wine bar we run. Um, and Polunka um, in, uh, in Kovarit. The little sister of Hisha Franco with really traditional food like frika, the potato, cheese pancakes, um, and the dumplings filled with lamb and local, I don't know, local stuff. And uh-huh. I mean, there are many, many on this. So yeah, we like everything from eating in the mountain hut to places like Polonka or Faladur or, of course, Michelin star who doesn't like that. Exactly. Um, what about any hidden gems that someone should be sure to see or do? Anything? I mean, most of the of people that come here are in a bit, yeah, they're a bit short on time. You know, they would like to see Ljubljana, mm-hmm. Blade Lake, maybe one of the caves and the coast. And then they think that's it. But there's so much yeah. more about it. You know, you can spend the week only around Blade and Bokhin Lake or Socha Valley, you know, where you've been. The longer yeah. you're there, the more you talk to like locals, they say you need to see this and that. But one of the places yeah. that are not on everybody's map, it's Logar Valley. Uh, it's mm-hmm. where we had a Transcend, Transformational Travel Council gathering in 2022. And it's mm-hmm. like when you need to slow down, it's about wellness, well-being, mm-hmm. slowing down. Everything there, it's just like a little bit magical and spiritual, probably. So it's Logar Valley if you're looking for well-being, wellness, anti-stress. I'm going there next week, actually. I'm really excited. Um, And Yezersko. It's also another beautiful place just across the mountain. It's north of... It's, yeah... It's half an hour from Bleed Lake, but most uh-huh. people skip that. Gorichko, of course, where I mentioned before, in the northeast part of Slovenia, Vipava Valley. It's super nice if you love wine and cheeses. We had a um, gathering this week with our team, and yeah. we were hiding, not hiding, we were looking for cheese, which is aging in old cisterns done uh-huh. in, 90, in the early 30s by Italians. So their uh-huh. water tanks were a very talented cheesemaker is now aging cheese they look a bit um interesting but they are amazing <laughs> with some thick jam and cacao oh. and coffee so 
Vipava Valley, if you like cycling, food, wine. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and there are more, but I don't know if we have yes. time. That's okay. They, we can um, send people. Um, we can help. Exactly. So um, how about anything our viewers should know before visiting Slovenia? Is there anything that you find people... I think the um, the Slovenia is the only country in the world that has love in its name and people do fall in love with it because I think it's simple what they're missing from the in this fast paced world and mm-hmm. yeah we we love nature and everybody speaks English because our official language is Slovenian but um as nobody understands us, we need to learn English from very early age. The currency yeah. here is euros and the credit cards are always accepted. It's safe. Also, solo women can travel around without a problem. Transportation for transportation. This one is a bit tricky, but it's getting better. We have trains and buses, but yeah, I we love to travel sustainably. So, or it's a cycling trip or... Um, we can help. Um, I mean, I suggest with uh, um, I suggest that yeah. I mean, the train system it's not the the best one. You don't need a visa. Yeah. The weather it's like um, elsewhere in Europe. Um, if yeah. you love nature, outdoors, good food, that's it. You don't need to overdress here for let's say dinners. We're pretty casual. Mm-hmm. Cuisine is diverse and time zone. It's like Central European time zone. So. If this yeah. was the question, or did I do it to? Yeah, no, that's great. So and it kind of went into are... the, the last question. I was just going to say if you had any any final wisdom to share. Uh huh. Okay. Any final, final wisdoms? Yeah. Hmm. You you covered a lot I mean, already. So. Yeah. Just um, if you have a chance to. Spent a bit more time in Slovenia, I would say a week yes. or 10 days, yeah. you will not regret it. Uh, I yeah. think in these days, it's really the biggest um, luxury. It's time mm. and uh, being mindful and being present and disconnected from all the other um, buzz. And yeah, if you have time yes. and curiosity, you're welcome to Slovenia and together with you, I think we can make people fall in love with Slovenia. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ursula. This was fantastic. Welcome. Hope to see you again soon. I know. I'm I would be there tomorrow if, if my schedule allowed. <laughs> um And thank everyone for watching. Um, If you'd like to learn more about traveling in Slovenia, you can visit us online at adventuremore.travel or email us at hello at adventuremore.travel. Thank you and happy travels. Thank you.